on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks finally signed a defenseman. Wait, what? It's Ben Hutton? Again? It's not even a real it's not even a real contract. Anyway, we'll talk about Ben Hutton and preview tonight's Kings Ducks tilt. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay. The Ducks did sign someone. We'll talk about that on the first segment. Then we'll talk about the latest cuts. And then we will talk about tonight's game between the Kings and the Ducks. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez covering hockey for well over a decade. A reminder that you could hear this podcast. It is free and available to download on all platforms. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. All right, let's get right into it. Okay, so the Ducks did sign a defenseman. I did mention a few months, actually a couple months ago, that there was a few defensemen that were still free agents that were not signed yet. Only about five or six of them were left unsigned. And I kind of laughed and dismissed the fact that Ben Hutton was on that list, even though he was just an Anaheim Duck. Well, guess what? Guess what the Ducks did? They re-signed him. To a professional tryout. Not even a real contract. He got signed to a PTO. Oh, oh boy. that That's just silly. So last season, he did make about a million. If he stays with the Ducks this season, he'll make league minimum. He'll make about 900k. So if the Ducks can get him for 900k for a season, is it the worst thing? Is Ben Hutton any worse than... Larson or Shattenkirk? I mean, you have to play Shattenkirk because you're paying him $3.9 million. I get that. So you have to play him in order to get that value of a contract. And Shattenkirk, I don't want to crap on him too much because he is a nice guy. But, you know, $3.9 million. There's an expectation when you have that kind of a contract at that length. And he has not met that expectation. I am hopeful that he can thrive under maybe a new coach i'm still on that boat that dallas eakins might not last the entire season and if that's the case there's plenty of great assistant coaches that could ride the ducks into the off season and they're not bad coaches or you could have joel bouchard come in from san diego there's tons of options but no we're gonna ride out dallas eakins for another year yay so you have to play Shaddy, you have to play Lindholm, but Lindholm's good. Manson, and then Fowler. So you have those four that you have to play. Jamie Drysdale's looking more and more like he's going to go on the Ducks opening day roster. I think Drysdale is more likely to be on the opening day roster than Trevor Zegers, and that is saying a lot. I'll get to that in a second. But back to Ben Hutton. He is indeed signed with, to a professional contract. This is kind of a weird one, folks, because I, I thought it was gone. I thought he was going to move on and play somewhere else. But no, Ben Hutton apparently got that phone call saying, hey, um, we want you on the PTO. Can you come over? Yeah, sure. So what happens? He's on the PTO, the fifth rounder from a few years back. He will be back for another year with the Ducks. Last season, he made $950,000. This season, I expect a lot less, probably closer to 900. As far as the stats, I mean, he scored five points in 34 games. He had some good moments. He wasn't all bad last season. I would say he had a handful of good games with the Anaheim Ducks last season. And at least he didn't miss 
that many assignments left and right. I mean, there there were some games where I thought to myself, oh, he totally caused that op- opposition goal, or he missed an assignment here, or he didn't utilize an active stick here. There were plenty of moments like that, but there were also some good moments where I went, you know what? That goal was caused because of the great defense by Ben Hutton. So a little bit of give and take there. It's not the worst option, and I certainly wouldn't mind it if the Ducks picked him up and he stuck around. It it wouldn't be the worst thing. He would just be a healthy scratch all season long. That's what could happen. I mean, who else do you have on defense? You have Axel Anderson? Not exactly. Okay, how about Greg Paterno? He's probably going to go back. Oh, great. How about Brogan Rafferty for all of the one game he played last year with the Canucks? All right. How about Olin Zilberger? No, he's too young. Don't throw him to the Wolves. So I guess that means we have who? We have Jacob Larson, Jamie Drysdale as two other defensemen that could make it. And then you have Ben Hutton, I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm a little dumbfounded by this too. Like, like I'm not just saying nothing because I'm confused. Like, I'm kind of shocked beyond words too. I'm the same way. What about Josh Mahura? What about Josh Mahura? Is he going to stick around with the Ducks or is he going to go to San Diego? Or will he be one of the healthy scratches? I think Mahura might stick around. I think Rafferty might stick around. There's always going to be one or two defensemen that's going to stick around and they'll be the quote-unquote healthy scratches every time a game comes up. And sometimes they will warm up with the team before the game for what it's worth. But as far as Ben Hutton goes, where does he fit in with this Ducks team if he sticks around? He'll fit in maybe the same way he did last season. He only played 34 games with the Ducks last year. He was a healthy scratch a few times when Drysdale did get called up. Keep that in mind. Remember that Drysdale wasn't that guy for a while. And Hutton wasn't that guy. But remember all the injuries that happened last season? Remember how many games Hampus Lindholm missed last season? So you had to play Ben Hutton. Now that you have a a healthy Hampus Lindholm and hopefully healthy core of Fowler and Manson all season long, then maybe you don't need Ben Hutton, but maybe it's a good insurance policy to have. And as far as insurance policies, Ben Hutton is not the worst one. So yeah, I guess I am okay with this PTO. Let's see how he does in the next week. He's got a week to prove himself. He's got a preseason game tonight against the Kings. I expect him to play tonight. Maybe he'll play Saturday against the Kings. I might expect him to play Saturday as well. Let's see how he impresses the coaching staff. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Shopify, which gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly Stay informed. Perhaps you have a small boutique clothing store that sells dresses with pockets or a neighborhood record store that sells rare vinyls. And if that's the case, hit me up. Shopify can help your business reach big milestones. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first scale to full scale. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NHL, all lowercase, for a free 
14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL right now. Shopify is more than a store. Connect with your customers, drive sales, and manage your day-to-day with Shopify. Once again, at shopify.com slash LockedOnNHL. Shopify, supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success. And also, this podcast is brought to you by Fantrax. And fantasy hockey season is finally upon us. Yeah, with the start of the NHL season less than a week away. Here's the inside track on the absolute best fantasy hockey platform, Fantrax. Sign up for free today, and as a special offer for Locked On Ducks fans, you'll be entered to win an official NHL-signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Okay, that's an awesome prize, guys. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash Locked On and sign up today. Have you been hosting your season-long leagues on another platform like ESPN or Yahoo? No problem! Fantrax can import any of your current leagues for free and customize if needed. And it's so easy to use. It's the most customizable platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, or redraft leagues. And hopefully, hopefully, none of you picked Jack Eichel as a keeper. But anyway... Again, sign up for free today and be entered to win an official signed Nate McKinnon jersey. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash locked on and sign up for free today. That's Fantrax.com slash locked on. Fantrax, the home of fantasy sports, play responsibly. And don't pick Jack Eichel, not until February or March if he plays this season. Yes, I've heard the rumors about Jack Eichel. Just to touch on that for 30 seconds, just a little bit. There was those 31-plus thoughts from Elliot Friedman, and Jack Eichel was mentioned once again. And we're hearing that more and more teams would like it if Jack Eichel got some kind of surgery right away. And there are some teams, ready for this, that would be okay with him having the replacement disc surgery instead of the fusion that Buffalo wants. So it sounds like Eichel's going to go somewhere, but where and when is still a complete mystery. And honestly, you don't want that replacement disc sitting on the nerve. Or sorry, the regular disc, like where it's at right now, you don't want it sitting on the nerve as it is right now. It's got to be killing him. It would be best for him to just get it done with, get the surgery right away. And trade him to the Ducks for nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm done with that. I'm done with that train for today. Maybe I'll bring it up again next week. Who knows? All right, so I talked about Ben Hutton. I didn't talk about the rest of the Ducks because they did make quite a few cuts. They reduced their roster by quite a few. So here's the latest to get cut. Gage Alexander, we expected this. I liked him a lot in rookie camp. Loved him in the open practice. Yeah, Gage Alexander is going back to the Winnipeg Ice of the Western Hockey League. Great big goaltender, 6'6". He's fantastic. I cannot stress enough how much he reminds me of Andrew Vasilevsky in some ways. The same kind of movement when he lunges side to side. He can get there. He can be very good. I know it takes goalies some time to develop, but hey, I wouldn't mind him being in San Diego maybe on a PTO or some kind of junior deal in April or May just to give him a cup of coffee. I wouldn't mind it. So he's gone to the junior team. As far as who else got cut, well, this is mostly 
just trying to round out the goals roster. And we'll talk more specifically about the goals roster and how that all fits in on tomorrow's podcast. But today, here's who got assigned. Jack Bedini, Nicholas Bruyard, Trevor Carrick, Cody Curran, Max Galode, Brendan Gooley, Luca Hino, Bryce Kindop, Nathan LaRose, Alex Limoges, Vincent Marlowe, Jacob Perot, Greg Prince, Danny O'Regan, oh, O'Regan, he's going to San Diego, good for him, and Braden Tracy. Okay, so there's still quite a few guys on this roster for now. I, I believe that Dostal and Erickson Eck, they're going to end up in San Diego. Roman Derny, I don't know yet. The problem is that the Ducks, actually, the Ducks actually do have an ECHL team. They have Tulsa. I know a lot of teams don't have an ECHL team. Luckily, the Ducks do. So they can place Roman Derny with the ECHL for this coming season. And maybe just put someone else on there. So at least there's that. Uh, Brogan Rafferty, I don't know if he's going to last Greg Paterno. I don't know if he's going to last either. Uh, Tyson Hines, probably not. You know who might actually make the roster? Who's looked pretty good the past three to four days? Is Mason McTavish. Yes, you heard that right. McTavish has been looking better recently. Uh, his skating has looked fine. The puck control has looked good. Why not? Why not put Mason McTavish out there with the rest of the Ducks and maybe have him be the fourth center? You ready? Instead of Trevor Zegras. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? What? Did I really just say? Yeah, I really just said that. No, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm talking crazy talk here. No, it's it's not going to happen more than likely the Ducks still have a ton of centers on their training camp roster so I don't know who's going to come up Zegris's spot is still not safe let me repeat that Zegris's spot is not safe at the moment there's a ton of centers in the system Sam Carrick Ryan Getzloff the elite 1c Derek Grant Bo Grew who deserves a shot by the way Adam Henrique, Vinny Letary, who's probably going to end up in San Diego, Isaac Lundestrom, Mason McTavish, Sam Steele, Trevor Zegers. I just listed off 10 centers, and this is according to the official training camp rosters. 10! Oh, boy. Folks, I do think that having Ryan Gesloff around as the captain is helpful, but he's taking a spot away from one of these youngsters. If anything else, it would help the youngsters develop even more will mctavish play with the ducks will he play with san diego or might he end up in switzerland again i mean that worked out for him so maybe he goes there for another year maybe he goes to san diego who freaking knows or maybe he goes to college i mean i i don't know where the ducks are thinking with mctavish and what they want to do with him we'll find out the coming days at least as far as wingers, the wingers are about what we thought they would be. Those are pretty set. But the centers, that's going to be the big question mark. And that that's going to be a big topic of discussion in the coming days. Which four centers are going to be on the Ducks for opening night? Getzloff, that's a given. Adam Henrique, more than likely. Sam Steele, sure. That fourth spot, Lundestrom, Zegris... Maybe Bo Grew, Derek Grant. I mean, who knows? So that's the big question mark 
among Ducks fans. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission, and we're going to preview tonight's game and just talk about that for a hot minute. But first, let's talk about everybody's favorite protein bar, Built Bar. And guess what, folks? The Churro Puff is back. It's back right now. Go to Built.com right now, this second, as you're listening, and look it up. The Churro Puff is back. It is probably my favorite flavor out of all the puff flavors. So if you haven't done it yet, go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on your next order. And check out the regular Built Bars that have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar. The Built Bars, they are good. They taste great. They are good for you. Check out Built Go, Built Boost, and all the products on the Built website. Once again, that's Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Eat responsibly. And also, we're brought to you by BetOnline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And hockey's coming next week. It is starting. All the fantasy lines are out. All the futures lines are out. If you want to check out that previous podcast, Sarah Avampato and I talked about the latest odds on betonline.ag. So if you feel like taking a shot, and maybe, just maybe, you can bet on the Tampa Bay Lightning winning three in a row, then go to betonline.ag and use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that's betonline. Dot .ag the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network and please gamble responsibly please for the love of god just gamble responsibly don't bet on the Buffalo Sabres to win the Stanley Cup don't bet on the Anaheim Ducks to win the Stanley Cup i just have to keep it honest with you guys all right we're going to head to the second intermission and we'll preview tonight's tilt stay locked in Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or TLOPN, or Tilopin. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk for a couple minutes about tonight's match between the LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks. Yes, it is the Freeway Faceoff preseason edition. So I just want to talk a little bit about the LA Kings for a hot minute because they did play last night at Staples Center against the Arizona Coyotes. If you recall, last week the Coyotes came at at the Ponda, they came into Anaheim and pretty much torched them. Arizona won that game pretty handily, but again, it's preseason. So what happened last night at Staples Center? The exact same thing. The Coyotes just curb stomped the Kings. But the big story of last night's game, aside from the linesman who got hit and had to be structured off. I mean, that was a very scary situation. The crowd was absolutely silent. But the big story was Christian Fisher. Fisher is now public enemy number one in L.A. Because on a drive into the corner with Quentin Byfield, Fisher gave Quentin Byfield a little bit of a shove. And Quentin kind of went down in a heap. Uh, on the replay, what happened was QB's ankle went against the board, his ankle, where the skate was, bent backward a little bit, so it's not a hyper extension, but kind of like, like it, it jammed him, it jammed his ankle. What's scary for Kings fans, he could not put any weight on that ankle. 
That's a scary situation indeed. We'll hear more about that injury later on this week. Byfield is not going to be playing tonight. He might not play Saturday. The severity of that injury, the way it looked, it it was bad. And I just happened to be up close for that one. And yeah, the fans were giving Fisher all kinds of crap, and rightfully so, because Quentin, I like Quentin Byfield a lot. I loved seeing Quentin and Trevor, you know, during warm-ups at El Segundo. You'd see these two just kind of chat a little bit, and you could tell that they're friendly with each other. So yeah, Byfield and Zegris, you know, they're they're not like buddy buddies, but you know, like they'll say hi, they're friendly to each other. So to see Byfield go down like that, it sucks. It just really, really sucks. I hate to see that. So Byfield could be out for a while. We'll get a report on that later on this week. We'll probably know more by Friday when Sarah Avampato comes on the podcast to talk about Kings versus Ducks. And I'm sure we'll get more news about that later tonight into tomorrow morning as to the status of Quinton Byfield. So Byfield should not be playing. Starting in goal, it is expected to be Cal Peterson. Jonathan Quick did get the start last night. He did play all 60 minutes. Quickie looked good for the first 40 minutes. And then once Byfield went down, the entire Kings roster just got deflated. So I'm not going to fault Jonathan Quick all that much. He did look really sharp in the Kings versus Kings scrimmage. Quickies looked okay during this training camp. Cal Peterson, he's looked all right too. Cal is expected to get the start tonight against the Ducks. Uh, for the Ducks, um, I'm hearing that Gibby might start. I'm hearing Stoli might start. It, it'll be one of those two. Gibson or Stolarz. Uh, we don't know for sure yet. I would expect to see Cal Peterson versus Anthony Stolarz as far as tonight's game. And Stolarz has looked pretty good for the Ducks during this preseason. And he's not looked bad in training camp overall. Uh, Stolarz did have a few games in Anaheim and a few games in San Diego last season. And he's fine. He's he's a very good backup goaltender. So I would expect that. And Cal Peterson, I mean, we still don't know if he's going to be the number one starter for the LA Kings this season. There's that whole, is this still Jonathan Quick's team? Is this Cal Peterson's team? Folks, it's Cal Peterson's team. Peterson did get that hefty contract. He is going to be with the Kings for a long, long time. So if you're the Kings, would you rather have Jonathan Quick in goal or would you rather have Cal Peterson in goal? For me, I would, if it was me, I'd rather have Cal Peterson in goal. I think he's got the better movement. I think he's got the slightly better, not glove, the slightly better stick. Now, Cal Peterson did sign an extension. Uh, This season, he's only making under a million. But after this season, he got a three-year extension worth $15 million. So that means that Quick and Peterson will be a tandem for the next couple seasons. Then Jonathan Quick will be a free agent. By the time Quick is a free agent, he'll be 37 years old. And you can take that massive contract off the Kings books. So Cal is the goaltender of the future We'll see how he does against the Ducks tonight. Uh, Cal Peterson historically has done well against this franchise, but I'm going to stress this one more time. It's preseason. Once again, it's only preseason. I don't think I have to say more than that. All right. 
we're going to wrap that up for today. But once again, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you do want to tune in, tonight's game is on TV. But let's face it, um, those of you that live in Southern California, you're not going to be watching hockey. At least not the first period. Maybe the second period. I'll just divert for about 20 seconds. It's wild card day in SoCal. It is Dodgers versus Cardinals. I I can speak for myself. I know that there are a lot of Ducks Dodgers people out there. I know there's quite a few Ducks fans that are Angels fans. I know that. But I also have to acknowledge that there are a lot of Anaheim Ducks fans that are LA Dodgers fans. I will give a shout out because he's been a buddy of mine for a while. To my buddy Piero. I don't know if you're listening to this. But Piero's a longtime Ducks fan and a longtime Dodgers fan. So I know that he's not going to be watching Ducks versus Kings tonight. He'll be at, he'll probably be at the Ravine. Let, let's face it. So for those of you that are watching the game tonight, yeah, you're going to be watching Dodgers for the whole game. And then, but after the game, afterwards, there's Ducks versus Kings on TV. So check that out tonight. And then we'll be back tomorrow. And it's not officially a locked on goals tomorrow. But we are going to be talking about how the goals roster will be rounding out. And we will also uh, recap what happened Wednesday night. We'll recap that tomorrow a little bit. And then Friday's show, Sarah Avampato will be coming on. Uh, Today was episode number 398. So once again... Thank you guys for listening for the past 398 episodes. It is greatly appreciated. Don't forget, you could hear this podcast, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It is free and easy to download. So make sure that you hit that download button and leave a five-star rating if you have not already. That's always appreciated. If you want to email me, you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. If you want to give me a little bit of crap about putting Andrew Cogliano's number on there, look, I'm going to address that right now. I put Cogliano up there because he was the longest tenured duck to wear number seven. And I put that tweet out a couple... That was a Times tweet, by the way. I put that out a couple days ago and I thought, should I do it? Should I put Cogs up there knowing that he's a shark? And then I thought about it. I'm like, hey, you know what? Let, let, let's put it up there. Why not? I mean, he's a shark now, but which team do we hate more? The Sharks or the Golden Knights? It's not like I put Shea Theodore up there. He's a Golden Knight. For me personally, I have a stronger dislike for the Vegas Golden Knights than the San Jose Sharks. Plus, you know, I, I like the Contents boys. I like the Chompy boys. So give him that little bit. So there, I addressed it. Seven days to go. Tomorrow, it'll be six days to go. Then five days to go. Before you know it, opening night will be here against Winnipeg. All right, that's going to do it for today. Once again, thank you all for listening. It is so very much appreciated for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there. For those of you going to the game, be safe out there. Go Dodgers. Please, please be kind to one another and Ducks. Fly together.